Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I'm here as ever with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim. She is the head of Solo PR Pro, which is the group that brings all of us solos together so well and keeps us informed and keeps us inspired. How are you, Karen? I'm doing I'm informed and inspired. You know, <laughs> I am doing great, but I am tired. You know, it's the, these holiday weeks, you know, they get us right. Oh, yeah. they're, they're they short, do we come back two days of rest and then we jump right in and it's a new month, but I'm good, Michelle. How are you doing? It's good. I'm well. Yeah, exactly. Then this, you know, this holiday happened to land at the end of a month. So that's always fun in our world, yeah. but you know, it it could be worse. It could be worse. But hey, you know, that's kind of the theme of today is we work for ourselves. So our theme in this era of, you know, having spent the last 15 months, some of us working from home for the first time. So today's episode is called Summer Time. Just because, you know, I don't know, Karen, I had a chance to rethink it. And I doubt I'll stick to it. But hey, I'll try for at least a week. Of, you know, saying to myself, because, ooh, I deigned to take a day off a couple weeks ago. I know that sounds so stupid when I say it out loud about myself. Um, It's like, yeah, why don't I work so that maybe my Friday afternoons are mine or even a time to triage my world? You know, if I I know that I might still be needed by someone, you know, don't want to get too far away from email or too in, too out of my work zone head. It's, it's, so today, in today's episode, we really want to challenge you and inspire you to think about how you could restructure your work week, your work days, as we enter into this season of hopefully wherever you live, sunshine and warmth and renewed possibility of getting out of the house on occasion. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's interesting that I feel, um, you know, Memorial Day being the holiday that's thought of as the unofficial kickoff of of summer, even though it's not officially summer yet. And this year, particularly, as we're sort of peeking our our heads out, um, like bears that have hibernated for a very long winter, it's, um, there's a lot of hope and, and people want joy. And I'm noticing yes. that people really are taking off uh, for these holidays that have popped up like Memorial Day. It was quiet. Clients weren't working. People weren't working. Journalists weren't working. And in the past, you know, there's been this tendency sometimes to work over the holidays because it's quiet. But it's good to see people really leaning into the time off. But I'm a big advocate mm-hmm. for not waiting for forced time off, which, you know, it feels like a holiday. It's it's like, what choice do you have? Nobody's working, but really bringing more of that holiday spirit, that summer spirit into your everyday work. Yes. And I think that this pandemic forces to kind of reflect on our pace. We can get so Mm -hmm. much done without all of the stress and busyness that accompanies that. Now, that doesn't mean that you're never going to have periods of stress or periods where you maybe are putting in extra hours because of client responsibilities. But, you know, summer's a great time to test out your, you know, your accepted workflow and to really question why you're still doing some things that you may be doing. One of my colleagues that joked and, well, she wasn't joking. She was actually serious. And she said to a group of us, she goes, 
we should, we should do summer hours and we should take Fridays off. And I sort of laughed. I'm like, yeah, I got summer hours all year long. Cause I really do. Fridays are my, <laughs> my no meeting day pretty much. Um, you know, once right. a month I have a meeting or I'll take something if it's a fun type of meeting, but yeah, I, you know, why, why do we force ourselves to fit into these cubes that weren't made yeah. for us? You know, part of the, yeah. you know, I know that people, who were parents have started their own business so that they can have that freedom and flexibility. But sometimes when the kids grow up, you forget how you were flexible when you had to be. And now that you don't have to be, you don't take advantage of that for yourself. Yeah. A visual that came to mind just because I think, you know, as horrible as this pandemic has been, it's been a, a nice opportunity to reset. You know, you, you know those the carnival rides where you're the centrifugal force is keeping you against the wall. I feel yeah. like that's been our work mentality, especially as Americans, especially I know, especially here in the Northeast, we're a little insane. Shout out to Mayor of Easttown fans. Anyway, you know, that's we're in it. You know, we're like, oh, I can't get away. Oh, I know I should take that day off, but no, I might get that email that they might need me. And 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 this pandemic has kind of thrown us off of that. And now it's like, well, okay, why don't we just do a nice carousel? You're doing a nice pace. You're getting it done. You're still going around. You might even get the horse that goes up and down some days. And, you know, let's try that because we found we were still productive. Even when we felt we weren't, nothing, you know, in most businesses, nothing, you know, nothing crumbled. The world didn't fall away. And and yes, agree too. There are going to be those intense times where you have projects where you need to get it done. I was telling Karen as we began, we had our uh, local chamber annual dinner last night, which I thought, oh, first of the month after a holiday, you nuts. But it was still, I'm glad I went. And one of the companies that was honored was Almec, and they were key in helping the Pfizer vaccine come to the fore. And, you know, and they spoke about how this team worked seven days a week, a ton of hours. And, well, thankfully so. Um, we're grateful for what they helped achieve. But, you know, now they could get back to normal. And so it's, it's possible, especially for us as solos, because, I, you know, as you say, so often, we have this opportunity to create our own schedules, you know, and, and that's different for everybody. I, I like to be a little structured as far as having business hours, because I know my brain and how it works. I know by what time of day, I'm just no good, no matter what. And, and also just depending on your client load and how you deal with your clients, you know, if, you know, just making sure that you're available for them. And, setting that expectation of when they can find you. So, you know, that's I mean, fine. But yeah, at the same time, right. don't kill yourself. I love your carousel example. That's, that's <laughs> the best analogy that I've heard. And, and, you know, here's some things that I think that that summer lends itself well to it's, I always look at summer as a, as an experimentation season. Mm. It's a season where you could pick up some things that you don't have time because there's a natural, there's a natural kind of slowdown because your clients are taking summer vacations in normal years. And this year, I think it's, yeah. you're going to, that's especially true. There's, you know, not a lot of conferences and events that happen in the summertime. And so there's this natural kind of like the pace slows a little bit. And so it's a great time to, you know, experiment with your workflow, experiment with yeah. your schedule, experiment with, with your processes, you know, are there things that you can streamline and do different? Are there things that you can add in that, that it, it's going to make your load a little bit lighter? 
um, is this a good time to try out, you know, working with an assistant um, or hiring somebody on your team? Because you have less things that are kind of pulling at you in the summertime. So it gives you a chance to really, you know, play around with some things and think through some things. And scheduling to me is natural. Um, my approach and, you know, nothing terrible has happened is that I know that I always have my phone with me. If something right. happens, I have my phone. So yeah. I can be reached by text, by Slack, by messenger, by email. I can check and I can yeah. respond. And if, if I'm away from my office and it's something that I need to be in the office for, I can go back. But yeah. I take advantage of the beautiful weather and I take off and go to the park with my dog in the middle of the day if I have a break. And, you know, I just, I get the work done. But I've, I've also come to understand business hours. Eh, what are business yeah. hours, really? Especially yeah, when you right? have clients every time zone. What are business hours? What does that That's even really mean? I have clients on the West Coast. Yeah. I have clients on Central Time. I have yeah. clients on the East Coast. I have international clients. I have clients, yeah. you know, for somebody in Israel, their day's ending when my day's starting. So what does business hours means to them? I think what it really means is, you know, you can maybe set the parameters of when you do meetings, but the exactly. work can be done when the work Anytime. gets done. I mean, it, it really can. I mean, even yeah. pitches, you can schedule pitches to go out at certain hours. I mean, we have all these tools yeah. available to us that make work days really more fluid than I think that we lean into because we're so locked into this traditional, I need to be at a desk between True. these hours and these hours. And I mean, I, I would love to hear from people who have already rethought that. Yeah. I know that I have, you know, I'm so non-traditional. And and when I tell you that I'm so unbothered about stuff these days, it's like, eh, you know, and if something doesn't get done, the crucial stuff is going to get done. But the other right. stuff is like, didn't get to that today. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm done. But, yeah. And it'll get done because the person on the other end, they're not thinking... And, and I do this to myself all the time. Well, not all the time. I try, I'm trying not to because you, you might get, I say you, I get in this mode of thought of, oh, I didn't get that done. And you picture the client thinking, when is Michelle going to get that done? And then I catch myself thinking, they're not even thinking about me. <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong with you? You're meeting the deadlines that need to be met. The other things, like you say, they're going to get done. And I think that's the key. It's that mental shift that needs to, you almost need to just sit with yourself and internalize it and, and talk to yourself and say, you know what? You know, you're going to meet your regular deadlines. And, and I love that you mentioned, you know, yeah, our phones, our phones are basically little offices. Yeah, they are. You know, I had a client, I was running errands on Saturday and a, you know, a client texted me and, you know, it wasn't earth shattering, but it was like, oh, hey, by the way, that Indeed ad can, you know, we, we, we made a hire today. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So I sat in the parking lot. I thought, you know what, just so I don't forget, went on Indeed, paused the ad. Great. Okay, cool. That's, I mean, that allows you to just, you know, I would sum it up by saying, give yourself some breathing room. Yeah. It's Definitely. really okay. The world is not going to fall apart. It was um, one of our solos and I um, had this tweet exchange because I shared this this article about hustle culture and mm. or maybe it was somebody else's tweet about hustle culture and they were saying how it landed them, you know, with, you know, practically a breakdown in the hospital. Oh. It really impacted their health and 
this terrible. is not the first I've heard of it. Um, yeah. Another uh, solo, another solo public relations professional, not a, not one of our solos, but another person had um, shared a story in Business Insider about, you know, how this grind, grind, grind had led to her, like having this, you know, anxiety and, and not even being willing to accept that the symptoms that she were having weren't something that were really physical, some, some other illness. So, yes. and a lot of people stepped up and said the same thing happened to me. And so our bodies wow. will kill us, but why would we even get to that point? And I, I think that this is so common within our profession to yeah. stress about things. And, and so anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Long no, no, short. no, oh, you're right. I shared that he had fallen prey to that, you know, years ago where it was like hustle, 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 and all this pressure on herself. And then she ended up making a bunch of errors with a client. And she said the client was mad about the errors and preferred the quality of work over the hustle. It wasn't that hustle that made a difference to them. It was quality. And so I think that we need to think about that too, you know, create an environment where you really can do your best work. And I promise you, that's not putting this unnecessary pressure on yourself to show up, you know, all the time and go, 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 go. It's take a breath, set realistic expectations for yourself, because a lot of that pressure doesn't come from our clients. It comes from us. And by the way, if you have clients that you cannot negotiate realistic expectations with, they don't have to be your clients. You really can get clients that allow you to do your best work with a sane environment. And, and again, this is we all know that there are times and seasons where you're busy, where there's a lot going on and you're juggling a lot. Those are manageable, but that should not be your normal. Those should be, you know, busy periods, not this is the way that I work all the time. Nothing irks me more than the glorification of the hustle culture. We're, we're fine, really. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, Maybe. because all it, it just creates that notion of competition. Of course, yeah, you know, you're trying to get work, you're competing at a certain level, but it's the quality and the value that you bring is what your clients want. They don't care if you're hustling 24-7. They could care less if you're doing these Instagram stories of look at me hustling grunt. No one cares. No one cares. No one, no one cares. You're in this, I, I presume you're in this business because you love being a communicator and and you really, you know, you are fulfilled because you are helping companies grow their businesses and their mm-hmm. livelihoods and, and helping them create a life that they can enjoy because of your talents. And yeah, I, I, I always, a friend of mine, and she's a business coach as well, Paula G. She always says, there's ease in your expertise. And I have to keep telling myself that because I think that is part of it. The whole, you know, ooh, you know, we must work, work ethic, work, work, work. Yeah. You know, why, why are we making it harder for ourselves when, you know, oh, that was almost too easy? Well, yeah, that's why you do what you do, hopefully. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And, you know, we are here to help you to, we're here to encourage you, I should say, because our solos are smart. They know this. We all know this someplace internally, but it can be hard to break that cycle. You know, I, I have a friend that stresses a lot 
and is always worried about reputation and, you know, has just this beautiful work ethic. But, you know, I, I've come just over this past, I would say six months, honestly, to really settle with the fact that, you know, I too, you know, I come from a Midwestern family, my, you know, my parents instilled in me a good work ethic, but I've come to, to really sit with what that really means. My parents weren't telling me to work at all cost and to grind myself into nothingness. Right. My parents were telling me to be, you know, and, and I can hear like my mother's words in particular about what it meant to be professional, showing up on yes. time, and ready to go. But it didn't mean at all costs, ignore every other part of your life, ignore your health. But somehow, I think that those are the messages that many of us internalize, that good yes. work ethic equaled working hard all the time. And work should not be a grind. It, it right. just, it really should not. And and I've come to say, I'm not okay with that. And and it's okay if everybody else doesn't agree with that. But but I learned to listen to my body, you know, over the pandemic, I, you know, started to have issues with my blood pressure. And I started to notice like, I've got to control my environment more because I can't have this anxiety. I can't ignore my health. And it's not everything at, at any cost. It's picking those things every day and really prioritizing your time, who you give your time to, what you allow in your space, and making sure that you're giving yourself breath to not be perfect because you're not. And, and here's the big reality check. Clients come and go. Mm-hmm. They're not going to stick around just because you worked 15 hours a day. I right. promise you they're not. And right. so we think, who are you really doing this for? Right. It, it's not right. for your clients because you're not going to get paid any more money. You're not going to be any more beloved by them. You're not extending your engagement with them. When they're ready to go, they're going to go. And 99% of the time, it has nothing to do with you. It's some new person comes in, they change direction. It's a budget issue. And they are not going to feel bad about making those decisions. And it doesn't mean that those relationships will not persist beyond an engagement, but who are you really grinding yourself to enough for? It's not for you because it's not healthy. It's not for them. It's not because there's some big score sheet in the sky that says, oh my God, you're not worthy unless you work, you know, 80 hours a week. So stop it. Don't do it. That's the word right there. Worthy. I, th- I think that's, you know, that's a whole other topic for if there are any counselors out there who would like to be a guest on our show. That's a whole episode, right? Because I think on some level, we all have those moments of, oh, what are, you know, why, why am I doing this? Am I doing this to, to make myself feel like I'm worthwhile? I'm like, come on. And, you know, hearing that come out of my mouth, it's like, well, no, that's silly. But I think it's important yeah. that we hear this from each other because it helps affirm us. You know, I've said time and time again on this podcast, how, you know, we, yeah, we're solos. I mean, it doesn't mean we don't work with people, but we do spend probably more time than others alone with ourselves in the work. And you can kind of get, you know, in the weeds a bit and start overthinking and, and ruminating about things that aren't even real or helpful. So Yeah. So, I mean, our advice for you this summer, give yourself some breathing room, take some time, enjoy. I think that we, we all have 
come over this past year. Don't let the lessons that we learned during yeah. this forced period of reflection yeah. evaporate as we go back to some sense of, you know, gathering and normalcy. Take some time, realize that, you know, life does have an ending. It is finite. How do you want to spend those moments and days? Yeah. Don't let it be all about, you know, putting in hours of work as solos use and enjoy this flexibility that you get to create for yourself and realize that your work day, your work style does not have to look like anyone else's. It's yours to own. Protect your mental health by not, you know, overdoing. And, you know, a client said to me this morning that she's an overfunctioner. Um, as Brene Brown has coined this term overfunctioner, she goes, and it's not healthy. So don't be an overfunctioner. And realize that this is a, a nuance that that I still struggle with as well. Hmm. Sometimes good enough really is your best. You shouldn't be giving the same level of effort to every single task that you have to do. Yeah. A, you know, think about the task and the value of that task to your client. Everything doesn't have to, you know, take 20 hours because you're putting so much into it. Sometimes that task is maybe worth $25. Why are you giving it $5,000 worth of effort? It's 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 not worthy. So you have so to true. learn how to manage your energy and how to manage the time that you put into things as well. And I've seen people obsess over a press release draft. Yeah. Why are you obsessing over it? The client's going to make changes anyway. If you've gotten yeah. the narrative down and it's it's grammatically correct and the story is there and the narrative right. is there. Don't keep spending 25 hours on a draft. It's it's not worth it. It's not it's it's not gonna give you the return on your investment of time. That doesn't so mean that the draft is not important. It just means is it as important as these 10 other things that are on your list. And so we do sort of, you know, summer's a good time to really start to pull back and look at how am I approaching my work? Am I really spending my time on the high value task? Are there things I'm spending time on that I could pay an intern to do that would make more sense than me giving my time to it? And, you know, so, you know, good time again, examine your schedule, examine your workflow, examine your processes and, you know, experiment a little when it feels like the stakes are not so high because it is hard to experiment when you're in the thick of things like fall is typically a busy season for us and it leads into that sprint to the end of the year but summer test some things out take some things away and and see kind of what happens and develop some new habits and let one of those habits be putting yourself on your agenda please so true Yes, please do that. And I think you'll find, as you said, in that breathing room, you will bring, it will make you better at what you do. So it, it really enriches all of it. So, you know, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what, you know, what are your thoughts? What are your goals for this summer as far as aligning your time and using this time to, to refresh, realign, and focus on yourself because it is important. You are your instrument in this business. So we hope you've enjoyed this time yet again. We thank you for spending it with us. And please, if you've not yet done, subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And please share with all your friends. And until next time, thanks for listening to That Solo Life. <laughs>